Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ready? It's the Roundtable with me, Robert Bannon. Welcome to the Roundtable, everybody. My name is Robert Bannon. If you're listening to us on the Broadway Podcast Network or you're watching us on the Roundtable's virtual talk show, I'm so excited to talk to you tonight. You know, like songs like You Don't Own Me and Downtown. I remember being this little queen in the Paramus movie theater watching First Wives Club and singing You Don't Own Me straight up and down the Paramus Park Mall. You remember these moments where all of these songs are featured. You got to get over you have to see a sign of the times right now. We have an amazing lineup of artists. The men of the show are here. Are you ready? Ryan Silverman is here. Akron Watson is here. And Dustin Sargent is here. Akron, welcome back. We had Akron on during the pandemic for yes. the Purple. Yes, we did. We did. That was quite a reunion. I mean, to be able to see people that I loved and worked with for like two years and then and we had been inside, I think, for about a month or two. And and out of nowhere, here, here you come with my family. That was amazing. That was a really, really special, special show. So thank you. Welcome back on this this cold early morning here in New York City. <laughs> um, we I'm so excited about the show. While we're talking, everybody go to a sign of the times.com so that you can get your tickets and head on down. You you have to go see the show at New World Stages where you know you take the escalator down into the into the ground and see some great art down there. Um, let's, Ryan. Hi. How did you? How did this show come along? How did you all get involved in this show? What was your journey like? Well, my journey, I think, has been one of the longest. With uh, Shalina and I, who is uh, the lead in the show, um, joined it first in 2016. Um, and I think that was one of the first readings. They may have done one before that. But I joined in 2016 uh, for a reading of it. Um, that's when Bruce Valanche was writing the book. Um, and, and then they went out of town. They went to Goodspeed, which both Shalina and I didn't do. And then we did it in 2018 in Delaware as like the out of town tryout. And then COVID hit and everything shut down. And then I think we've done maybe three readings of it since until like where we are today so but long story short 2016. Oof, the long road to that to is New York. it was just one of those shows that i was like oh this is super fun oh yeah let's do another reading of it sure you know like i never i just i just got to the point where i was like what 
we're just going to do readings of the show and that'll be fun you know so it's, i'm glad we finally have a home for it you're here you're open you're 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 up everyone could get their tickets exactly. right now exactly justin, how about you justin you you you're off the road you're not out and singing with all the pop stars and rock stars and and hitting the tour buses around the country what where how did you get involved in the show so I had been working with um, our incredible choreographer, Joanne Hunter, um, on a few different shows, including a show called Super You, uh, which we've been working on for a few years now. She was the director and choreographer of that show. And um, we, were, we were rehearsing for a new musical in the city, and she recommended me for this reading that happened last fall. Um, this is, uh, I, I play Matt in the show, and um, I guess it's a character that they've had just, you know, some some trouble finding exactly who this guy is and, and you know, how he fits in the show. And so she, um, I guess, told them if you want somebody to come in and just to kind of try something new and be a little ridiculous and, um, you know, and, and extremely goofy, I've got your guy. And so, uh, yeah, so I, I did a reading. Um, what was that, Ryan, in October? Yeah, I think October or November, yeah. October, November. And then... Um, yeah, and they're like, okay, I guess that's that's the guy. So, um, yeah, I, I just kind of through through my relationship with Joanne got involved in the show, and uh, it's been a, it's been a, a lot of fun. Uh, so awesome, Akron. What 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 was it like to get involved in the show? And you know, you've seen we've seen you on like we talked about the Color Purple or little shows that you may have heard of, like Hamilton or things like that that you have gotten a chance to be a part of. What what about <laughs> this show? And what was the journey that brought you to it? So originally it just came like a, a you know, just a, a regular email. You get an email for an audition and, and, you know, I wanted to audition because I liked the song. Now, mind you, I had never heard the song before. And it's If I Can Dream by Elvis Presley. Um, I had never heard this song before and thought it was an original song, Robert. So I, <laughs> so I, I picked this music up and saw this beautiful song and was like, oh, I have to be a part of this because they're writing beautiful music. Turns out um, Elvis sent a song many years ago. However, <laughs> from there, I found out that Crystal Lucas Perry was involved and I'm just a huge fan of this Tony nominated woman. And so I was already, you know, ready to go once I saw that email. Um, then it turns out that Shalina uh, is gonna be playing the lead. And I had just met her a couple years ago while being in Hamilton. She had come and seen the show and she was so nice. And then I went and investigated her and was like, oh, wait, I get a chance to possibly work with her. So just the prep alone for the audition was, <laughs> was like, you know, I was so excited to even just audition then to get the call back and to feel how excited the team was to work with me as well, which is, it's been a dream. Well. That's really a very funny. I love that story about about Elvis. <laughs> you might have heard of him. His name is Elvis. He had Selena, Selena, amazing body of work. Crystal Lucas Perry. If you, and if you didn't get a chance to see Ain't No Mo on Broadway, you missed out something really special. An amazing artist, so well deserved, and and you get to see them all of these people on the stage over there at New World. Ryan, what, speaking of music, this is not just Petula Clark, there's other songs in it. What is the, what is the show about? What could, how do you describe what the show is? Well, it's, it's really, it's about one girl's, one woman's dream about, you know, fulfilling her, what she thinks is her destiny. And, you know, it, it, it has 
a storyline that is familiar. You know, a girl leaves a small town, comes to the big city to chase her dreams. That's sort of, in a nutshell, what it is. But it's really about her desire to be a, a female photographer and something that is not in 1965 really done. Um, so it's about a finding her own dreams and chasing her own dreams, but sort of like taking down barriers and walls that are put into everybody's place in 1965. Um, and it's done through good storytelling, but also through great music that we all know, you know, and it's, it's as you said, it's not just all Petula Clark music, but, and guys, correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's specifically music from like 1964 to 1965. I think it's like that window. Yeah. Um, which is crazy to think that all those amazing songs were written in such a small time period, you know? Um, so, you know, they had, they had a lot of music to choose from. I think they actually started with just Petula Clark music, but as they were going on, like other songs were like, Oh, you know, you know, Richard Robin, the, um, the producer would be like, what about this song? What about this song? What about this song? What about this song? So other songs that were sort of a better fit. So like, uh, fit in so they decided to just keep it in that time frame of, of music which is pretty cool i i love that there are songs that when you look at the list if you go to the website to buy your tickets when you go to the website and buy your tickets you're going to see a running like a a ticker a tinker that's going to tell you all of the, the different songs and then you're going to say i know this song i love this song i have to hear this song bring your parents bring your grandparents bring your kids it's something that everybody really can these songs are timeless they're timeless justin what is it like to get up there and sing some of these songs every single night and to tell the story, which is as relevant, you know, <coughs> right and, and fighting against, you know, for everyone to have the right to do what they want to do is as relevant today, sadly, in 2024 as it was back then and, and when the story is being told. Yeah, so, you know, as, as Ryan mentioned, the story really centers around this young woman who is moved to New York City to, um, you know, to discover her dreams and what she ends up, um, you know, kind of, uh, falling into was this world of social, the, the you know, the social issues of the time. So we're dealing with the civil rights movement, the Vietnam protests, the women's liberation, all of these things come into play in the, in this story. And so my, um, my character kind of represents that, um, you know, sweet hometown boy who, who gets drafted into Vietnam and, and what that, what, what does that do to a person and how does that, how does that affect them? And how does that affect the people that they left behind, you know, and, and, so I get to uh, I, there's a, a, a really great song that I get to share with uh, with Akron um, uh, called uh, Eve of Destruction. And um, it, it, you know, the, in that song, we both get to explore kind of like the hardest moments of our our you know, journeys in, in, in this um, in this world. And it's uh, it's really, really um, satisfying and, and gratifying as an actor to be able to to, to dig in there. Um, you know, th this this show is bright and vibrant and silly it's silly and um yet there are some moments of real uh you know um depth and emotional uh, exploration that, that that make it i think just more than your standard jukebox musical oh yes akron there there's no shortage of it like the the jukebox musical like we're talking about but the story and a lot of times sometimes these musicals get bad reputation because they say there's not a story. It's just, we threw these songs together. There's the story, the book work in this is just as important as the music there. You're telling a real arc in a story in this piece. Yeah, it's, you know, it's America in 1965. And if you've done any research and for the people who might come who experienced that life, um, you know, in, in, in any regard, if you were 
you know, just studying it, it, you would see how, you know, much of a pinnacle in our history it is. And so to be able to tell a story of anyone during that time period, it would be a roller coaster ride, no matter where you were in this country or even in the world. 1965 was just really pivotal for, for law. It was really pivotal for women. It was really pivotal for people of color. And we're weaving that together in such a beautiful way. And, you know, love and family is what I feel like brings people into the theater and makes them want to come see things. And so the fact that we have so much love and there is so, I mean, these three guys are, we become a family in some way where like the, the women become a family in some way where we all are. And then it's telling this overarching family thing that we're trying to do you know as a country we are a family and we have to figure out how to live together we have to figure out how to love each other and we try to do that by the end of the show and there's so many colors <laughs> like i think about the the color of people and the colors of, of clothes and the colors and the music it's it's just so rich that you know it can't just be a jukebox musical that's that's what's exciting about it okay. Oh, I, that is beautiful. Ryan, uh, you're no stranger to the Broadway uh, and, and some television we may have seen. I, I'm, I'm ready to, I know you didn't sing this song in the show, but like anytime you want to sing, I will never leave you from Sideshow, you just call me. I know the harmony <laughs> is ready. We have seen, you've seen Ryan and, you know, Sideshow and Passions and Phantom of the Opera, et cetera, and television. <clears throat> when you get the option or the chance to look at new material and works, what what is it that you look for? What do you look for that says this is a workshop I want to take on? This is a show that I want to spend eight years going on this journey with. Uh, first is um, how, how much does it pay, <laughs> and then I. <laughs> no, if that was the case, I would be not a smart person if that was you know starting this in 2016. Um, it, it honestly is just at the base most base level how much is, how enjoyable is it you know how enjoyable is the is the team how enjoyable are the, the other actors you know if you're doing something like this for this long yes you want to be able to pay the bills but you want to show up and you want to be excited about a who you're working with and and what you're singing and the words that you're saying and the team that's directing you and mu musical directing you um and from the very beginning 2016 you know, it was fantastic. You know, it was it was always an environment that was a very open environment to try things, to suggest things, to like, you know, they were always trying to figure out what was the best fit musically or what scene worked better where. Um, you got a call. You want to take it? We'll, we'll no, wait. it's it oh, was okay. I don't okay. even. Sorry. <laughs> um, right out. So, so I, you know, that's sort of what I look for. Is it? Are there challenging parts? I hope so, but mostly it's how enjoyable is this process going to be? You know, I was just thinking this morning, you know, I, I, we all have, we've done a lot of shows and I, I keep going in and out of Chicago every once in a while, but I haven't been involved with the process where with, you know, new people, a new rehearsal process, starting tech, doing tech and shows. I have, it's been a while since I've done that part of it. So that's also exciting. It's just getting to be involved with something that's new and that you're one of the first to be involved with it, as all three of us guys are. Um, I think that's sort of a, 
an exciting part as an actor and it's, it's a rare part that you know so it's something that i always try and embrace when that comes along oh i i think that that is that is really uh what makes it exciting for sure justin we we i joked but you know from spider-man uh you know uh, on broadway written as a pop score you you have done uh rock of ages which is a pop score you've done a whole bunch of like i joked before about touring and singing with pop stars and rock stars what um like a nerdy music question voice vocally you know singing these songs uh in, in a show as as pop songs like iconic you know pop songs what what is that the the energy like in the room versus you know a very classical theater piece i'm sure there are people are singing i'm sure it's got a fun feel i'm sure it's a concerty fun vibe what is it like that makes the music a character in the show um I, so speaking specifically from my character's point of view, this, the 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 versions of the songs that, that I do are very different from the versions that you hear. So, for instance, I sing um, "The Last Train to Clarksville," which is the you know famous uh, song by the Monkees, mm -hmm. um, but it is a very different feel in, in this from from the, the the song that would be played on the radio. You know, I'm about to be shipped off shipped off to Vietnam, and so this is more of like a pleading to. A pleading to the main character hey listen take this train and come see me for one last night you know like we need you know to have this moment together and so we kind of slow down the tempo and make it a little bit more of this like you know sweet you know pleading moment and so um that has been very very interesting to uh to get to um uncover and and discover you know um the uh, the other uh one of the other songs i get to sing um i only want to be with you again a very upbeat fun little you know pop song and uh it, this is my my character's proposal spoiler alert i proposed the main character in the beginning of the show and she doesn't go for it um and so that that is is a, a pretty ridiculous number you know like how would a small town you know young man uh you know kind of organize this elaborate you know, proposal, uh, you know, to his, to his, uh, to his girlfriend, his long-term girlfriend. And, um, so yeah, just, you know, at the basis, it's all about. It's a long dramatic pause. What, the, I, did we lose him? We might've lost him. No, just, he's thinking, wait, <laughs> it's coming. Well, Akron, what can, Akron, <laughs> When you, oh, poor Justin is just stuck there in midair. Akron, <laughs> <laughs> when you, when you um, uh, work with this group of other artists, the, the ladies of the show, the other gentlemen that are in the show, the people that are in the show, tell us a little bit about what that family unit is like every single night on stage. I mean, you know, everybody's really, really talented. Um, and then there's also some genius level stuff happening that just, you know, because we are having fun, we are we are very much having fun then i feel like this genius level stuff just sort of just happens out of nowhere and you just sort of accept it you know it's just like something something fantastic will happen very briefly everyone will see it recognize it clap i mean we have so many of those moments in rehearsal um it really has been fun to just you know and everybody's again everybody's just having fun they just happen to all be really good at their jobs we have some amazing dancers um in the show um who are also singing their face off um and again you know we're just weaving in fun into this very cool very stylized smartly done story so 
it's been it's been a real joy and you know also i'm creating a new character from nothing and everybody's been super supportive about that you know like this journey that i'm going my cody my my character's name is cody jackson and he is in SNCC, and um which is the student Nonviolent coordinating committee which is something that john lewis started you know a lot of people know john lewis for that and if you remember the movie selma john lewis walking down the sh down the bridge arm in arm with Martin Luther King, that image is where people know him from, but I'm creating this from scratch and everybody's just sort of like, oh, that's great. Oh, fantastic. Oh, you know, that the song sounds good, you know, or the way you're playing this sounds really, everybody's super supportive and giving me a lot of feedback and it's it's just been really lovely. Oh, I, I love that. I, I, I'm excited for everyone. A Sign of the Times, the musical is playing right now go to a sign of the times.com and get your tickets. It's perfect for this time. I think Justin's here, but now Justin's just, just Justin. <laughs> Poor Justin. Poor Boy, Justin. Yeah, we lost. We need to know what he wanted, what he was going to finish with. We're left with, well, if you want the cliffhanger, find them at the cliffhanger. Stage, find them at the stage door at a new world stages. You can see the show a side of the times is playing right now. Ryan, Akron, Justin, I, I we're so, <laughs> well. I'm so excited. If you have family in town, if you are in New York and you're looking, the the producers of the show and the people behind it have made it a super affordable, a super available for you to go see it. Um, it's it's a it's a great night out. So grab somebody that you care about and head over and see the show. I'm sure you're going to be wow to entertain for sure. I got to come over. We think so. Thank you so much for spending some time with us today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot -E 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 org because only together we rise.